With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, after putting what we put in about 20 minutes, actually 15 minutes of, of solid talk, I'm going to open this up for questions. So, preferably the newbies should ask questions first, please. Let's let them get their questions asked. And after that, we can come in with anybody else who's having problems. And if I can solve it or help solve it, I will do so. My name is Tim. Um, please, I'm open the floor up to anybody who has questions that, like I said, are new to this project and want to know more. What can we do? Okay, Tim, this is Bob. I'll start off. Uh, okay. Originally, I know in list, watching some of the YouTube things, which could be dangerous, I understand, that... The point one was the, le- the second level of Spartacus was where you should come in at. Now, I believe in a conversation we had, you mentioned maybe it's even better to come in below that at the point zero five. And then you can always buy up just so you can get a good feel. Is that still the, uh, you still hold that same thoughts? Yes, and let me tell you why. I've had experience personally, and I've watched other people have experience where not only did they hit the wrong buttons, either because they couldn't follow directions or because they were really tired. I had somebody who was really, really tired trying to sign up. They actually put in five positions where they really only needed to put in three because they didn't do simple things in the instructions and some things the instructions didn't say, but their upline could have told them. So what I always say, and I do now, is every time I want to open a position, if I want to open it for somebody else or whether I want them to open it, um, what I say is go for the, the Spartacus 1 at .05 because that's only like about 50, 60 bucks. And when that pops up on the on your network tree, which is in the back office, and shows you where you're positioned, and hopefully that's where you wanted to be positioned or that's where the computer positioned you, if that position is okay with you, then go ahead and, and move it up to the next cycle. The other reason is because if you somehow copy the address wrong to where to send the money, it could go into cyberspace and you never see it again. I've had somebody that's supposed to be on this call lose about a thousand bucks because they hit the wrong button and sent it to the wrong place. Um, there's no way to retrieve that. That's why you have to be pretty exact in what you do, but there's a lot of backup things that will help you along the way. But if you only send point zero five in the first round, then you can't be hurt any more than that. And that would lead me to another thing. Some people say, well, I just want to try this. I want to make sure it works. Well, at that point, to make sure it really works, you have to hit about a, uh, the point three Bitcoin, which I think is a Spartacus 3. And that's only something like two, 260 bucks now. And the reason for that is you can actually see the forward motion inside the back office. It's more significant. And again, if you just get back the money, if you did nothing else, but wait for 90 days on a passive um, venture. What you do is you get that back in 90 days. If you take the money you earn back out, then what are you doing? You're playing on house money. So you can never get hurt. So for the super conservative, the worst case scenario is somebody 
could lose maybe $260. On the best case scenario, that 300 they put in can cycle within about three, maybe two weeks if they enroll other people. So they don't have to wait three months. They can actually get it returned to them in two weeks. And then again, they're playing on house money. And a lot of people will step up each position based on their profits from the last position. So they're never put at risk. And that's one of the beautiful things about this game. Everybody wins because every time somebody spends money, somebody makes money. And the worst case scenario is 100% return in 90 days, but you can shorten that to an average of about a month very easily, and you can shorten it to two weeks if you really hustle. So it's good for the really ambitious. It's good for the conservative non-ambitious. You don't have to sell anything. All you have to do is bring people to this call, and that works the best. So the, re- the answer to your question is the .05 creates a no-risk situation when you, when you send money, and especially in the first time you spend it, if you're going to buy a, a two-Bitcoin position or four-Bitcoin position and you send that and it never reaches a computer because you put the wrong address or somehow made a mistake, that money's gone forever. If you do it to .05 and check it, then bingo, that's called a test a test send. And I do that between individuals. If I was going to send you money, I'd send you a buck first. If that buck goes through, then I'd send you the $1,000 afterward. I wouldn't send you the 1000 off the get-go. It's just a good habit to get into. Takes one more push of the button, one more send, and it can save you quite a bit of money. Yeah. <laughs> and I know personally because I lost a little bit, and I had another friend, like I said, who just recently lost a thousand bucks because they sent a bitcoin and bingo, it went into outer space. So that was a good question. Uh, that was a very uh, excellent answer. Thank you. You very you clarified that very well. But let me ask a question: If you go in at Spartacus one or two. And then, okay, you get a good feel now, things are going good, and then you can up that to three, four, five, wherever it may be. Do you lose your position or you keep your position no. and you're just adding to it? No. You're just, it's called upgrade. There's a button right underneath your your um, earnings meter. That thing I said went from left to right and increases percentage-wise. There's a button right under that says that upgrade. You hit an upgrade, it'll allow you to pick anything above where you are and all you pay is the difference between where you want to go and what you already paid, so you uh, lose nothing. You don't go backwards. Okay, the spread. Very good. All right, thank you. As a matter of fact, what you do is you earn more points for the people you bring in because the more expensive the position, the reward is more percentage points on what they call the binary, which is the enrollment of other people. They call it a binary. Excellent. For a better word to guess. Yeah. Now, there was something else uh, that I uh, heard you're, you had mentioned earlier you're at 62% right now on your one position. And now when it gets to the end, it goes red. Uh, so I have I've not seen it. I'm just going by hearsay. And at when that point... When it goes to 100%, point, you mean? I'm sorry? When it goes to 100%, you mean? Yes, when it goes to 100%, huh. I guess then you come in with another position because you fulfilled your first 90 days, 30, or whatever that, that timeline was. Is that correct? No. What happens is the computer, you, you, when you're getting over 70%, you want to go on a daily basis, I recommend. Because something can happen, you're down, and I had to push you to 100%. You know, that extra 30% in a day. I mean, some of the people on this phone call have gotten almost trapped by that one. And the fact is, when it hits 100%, you have 24 days to renew, uh, 24 days, 24 hours to renew that contract, which means if you were in at a half a Bitcoin and it hits 100%, you've just earned a half a Bitcoin on top 
Bitcoin available. What you have to do is either upgrade, re repurchase a 1.0, which would be exactly what you earned plus what you originally started with, or you can withdraw the 0.5 and re-up the original one you went in with, which was 0.5. So then you take your profit out, and that's the place where I said at that 100%, you can decide whether to go in or, or pocket the money and ride on... on um, on the house money at that point. I see. Okay, let me ask now. If you were to upgrade, again, it's got that noise back. That up. If you were to upgrade, I heard somewhere where let's just say my my ID number is XXX one. Then they said the next time you upgrade, it's not a bad idea to maybe go to XXX two, then three, then four. Then it kind of tells you how many times you've upgraded. Is that true or? doesn't mean anything. No, you don't have to change anything. But your back office will account for every transaction you make, every dime or cent you've been paid, and it'll also tell you how many times you've upgraded. It'll also tell you how many active members you have versus potential members that may have signed up but didn't pay for their position yet. The back office is pretty darn complete. It, it's kind of an accountant's dream, actually. I see. Okay, good. It details everything in the back office. Okay. One last, one last question I'll let, leave open for other people. Dave, you had mentioned you were able to go in and got an email on what this code or digital sig digital signature needs to be. Is there a process now, or Tim, do you have that process where we can sign in? Because I know the other day we tried, and you couldn't understand why you couldn't get in, and you went in, and you go, wow, what happened? What is the yeah. process now to get that digital signature? Before you go into your office now, if you had problems before, my favorite isn't Google for anything because it, it's pretty much a broadcast station for every intelligence agency in the world. But putting that aside, the most common thing, um, mailbox and everything else that people use is Google. So the ideal thing, if you want to make it real simple in the first rounds, because you can always change this down the road, is open up a Google, a Gmail account, and then you have to open up a Google account so you'll have the password and everything for that. Then you go into an app store, or you can go online and say Google Authenticator. And what that will do is you can download that app. If you have a, a Google password and a Google Gmail account and that often authenticator on your cell phone, then you can check into your back office, office and do the 2AF authentication immediately, and then you'll have that to go back in over and over and over and over and over. So it's a little bit complicated, and that's why I say they jumped up security, and that's going to take a little bit of learning. But the three things, open up a Gmail account. Um, by opening up the Gmail account, you have a, a Google account with a password that you want to remember because you're going to use that in the authentication originally. Then you set up and get an app a Google app that's called a Google Authenticator. If you have those three things in place, you can um, get a thing that's called a token. The, the website will send you a thing called a token when you try to enter into it, and all you do is go over to your email address, pull the token out, drop it back into the login, and your 2AF authentication is complete. Got it. And at a later date, you can check in anytime you want. <laughs> but okay. I didn't see, I didn't have all that information, so it was important that I just put it out. Remember the three things. Can you repeat them? 
Yeah, get a Gmail account, one, two. Go to Google, get, um, get the app for the authenticator, and then number three, you'll be able to then have a token every time you go in. It'll send a signal or token back to your Gmail account, and then you plug that number in. And thanks, Tim, for that. It's very clarified that very well. Yeah, good. So we have more. Tim, uh, Tim, we had talked about uh, doing these conference calls uh, a couple times a week. Uh, you, you still fill in for you with that number? Yeah. I want to do one in the middle of the week and on Saturday. That way nobody has any excuses about why they couldn't make it. Um, I want to have other people to be able to grow into making these conferences, some of the other leaders in the group. Um, I'm trying to keep it to a, a team that is integrated. And what I mean by integrated is that everybody has the same information. If you go on to some of the more popular and bigger chat rooms, which people have created, there's so much extemporaneous information, and people get into arguments about the dumbest stuff. I don't want to waste my time doing that, and I don't want people to have to waste their time. If I'm not answering questions, then I should be presenting to the newbies what it takes to get in this and why they should be there. And if, you, and if the newbies don't have that information by the time they leave, then I, then I did something wrong, and I need them to ask that question. I don't really understand what this is, or how do I get into it, or ask those basic questions that I find to be the 
the biggest problem in I've got this giant organization and I find these people that just all of a sudden go to sleep. This position isn't recruiting anybody and they don't necessarily want to just be passive. They'd like to be more than passive to make more money, but they don't know what to do next. Those are the people I want to get back on this call. Those are the people that may be down line from you that you can give a call and say, let's go to this call. Let's find out why you don't, you're not racking up a bunch of money. It's maybe because you can talk to people and get them on the call, but you don't know what to tell them. And that's, that's a sales effort. And not everybody is a salesman. And that's what I have disliked about most MLMs. The only people that really do well are the ones who can talk like, like bandits and then leave their, their um, new members in the cold so they don't know what to do next. And that causes more failures than anything. I don't want anybody to fail in this thing. This is so easy that everybody can do extremely well. Everybody wins. To lose in this one, you have to, somebody has to go in and cut out half your brain. Because if, if you can fog a mirror, you can do this. It's, it's really that simple. I, I, I hate to say that, but it's true. And everybody can win. It's the only one I've ever seen that has that capability. Tim, I do have one other question, please. Uh, yeah. As you were talking, from a newbie standpoint, my biggest challenge has been, okay, I set up the wallet. I look around locally to find someone that can sell me some bitcoins to get into my wallet. Even if we start, and most people, you know, they want to start with higher numbers or sell you higher numbers of bitcoins. They don't want to sell you a hundred, uh, you know, hundred twenty-five dollars, you know, or yeah, you know, they want thousand dollars. Most of them are thousand up, otherwise. Yeah. Uh, okay, for instance, quite a premium. Okay, I'm talking about my brother, and myself, right now, Barry, and myself. We're both on the line. Okay, we don't, we don't, you know, we're we don't have a lot to start with, but we'll put more in later. But how do I get, say, a hundred and fifty dollars worth of coins? Uh, is there someone on this line that I can send some money to and buy some? from someone to get started? Yeah, you're... Yeah, I can help you out, you're, you're Okay, so who said that? Go ahead. That's Dave. Oh, okay. Okay, Dave. Uh, I'll touch base with you later then, uh, how we can do it. I can transfer some money through, you know, or meet meet up with you, because we live close enough that we can meet. Yeah, no problem. All right, good. Thank you. You answered my question. Yeah, always ask your upline first. Because they have upline, and generally they'll know what availability is upline. When I say upline, the people that signed you up and the people that signed them up generally have availability somewhere, or they'll know where it is. Or there's another little thing, and you'll learn this if your upline is good. There's a thing called local bitcoins. In a lot of the countries of the world, there are people that just do nothing but either drive up in their little scooter, if you're in China, or they drive up in their car. Um, a nice brand new BMW if you're down in California or Florida and right in front of a restaurant or in a restaurant, which is a really safe place, you can exchange money for Bitcoin. It's a very simple transaction. It takes all of about 10 minutes. You can buy them a cup of coffee, get to know them a little bit. Once they get to know you, you can send other people to them. And in most cases, those are all anonymous buys and sells. Now, in other sections through local Bitcoin, and other websites, you can ask for Bitcoin ATM machines and look those up. And all you have to do with that, like any other uh, machine, is generally, not always, there are some people that don't require this, but you can just put a 
a driver's license in it. It'll take a picture, so it has all your information, and now they know who they're dealing with. If you want to buy Bitcoin, all you do is shove $100 bills into the, this machine and then put your your um, receive code in front of a window. It'll it'll record that and then turn around and bang, within about 10 seconds, you got all the Bitcoin in your wallet that you just put $100 bills in for and ordered up. So ATMs can do it. Um, individuals can do it. And there are large exchanges. Now, you might want to talk to Elliot about some of the bizarre experiences happen exchanges. Exchanges are like banks. As far as I'm concerned, they can be as big of a pain as a bank in any other part of the world because there's so many requirements about who they deal with, how they deal with them. Um, why do you want 101 bitcoins instead of 100 or 96? You know, it's just, it wears me out. So I try to stick with the individuals having to sell them. The people upline from you normally have access. If they're doing a good job out there, they're, they've got... Um, Bitcoin that they want to convert to cash so they can utilize that in their day-to-day life. So there are a lot of sources. Try those first. Try the upline. Then then look for a Bitcoin machine and or go on localbitcoins.com and see what you can dig up. And you can also Google other things, but be careful because there's a lot of scammers out there. And the reason we're so heavy on security right now is because the website's been hit a couple times. And now they know how much people are making over in Eastern Europe. So they're targeting Gladiacoin real big time and all the people that do business with them. So if they can find a couple open um, websites or open wallets, they can go in and clean them out really easy. Mm-hmm. Only because they're professionals, that's all they do every day. So that's why we're stepping up security. You, know, you learn a little bit more inconvenience to be absolutely secured. Okay, good. And it's worth it. From a newbie- so I, I woke up one day and thought I had lost everything. Everything at that time was only about eight grand, but that was enough to be concerned about. Yeah. <laughs> Later, I found uh, that wasn't the case, but that could have been a security issue. Uh, Actually, I'm Elliot here. There's a new, some new services coming out, whereby there are websites that pre-qualify sellers, and they, these sites have bank accounts like Bank of America or whatever, and you go down and you deposit your money in the in the bank account, and within one hour, uh, the bitcoins are sent to you. So I haven't actually done it yet, but it sounds like a very uh, interesting plan for people that want want larger amounts. I think there's about two websites I think that do that now. So if you want larger amounts, the best stuff. way is get local bitcoins. I don't believe yeah. what you just said. There's I've already had problems with it. What the banks do is all of a sudden they just did it for Infinex. They they seized over $400,000 of individuals' money, and all they wanted was Bitcoins from that exchange. They got all that money wrapped up because the bank decided it was Wells Fargo. We decided to shut them down. Now, Wells Fargo can go out and commit all kinds of crimes, get fined for it, and unlawfully they can grab a bunch of money from somebody just because they think they might have done something wrong. So that can be dangerous. It can also be dangerous when you're going outside of local Bitcoins because local Bitcoins will tell you people who have had a regular service going for sometimes three years and never had a problem because people report those kind of problems really quickly. So you're safer to go there and do that than some of the other newer facilities. I'm telling you, there's a lot of false scenarios coming up. <clears throat> and it's almost like people getting nailed by... Um, People taking IRS information and getting taking their their returns 
because they filed before the individual did on the 15th. They filed for the year of return, and they got it. So that kind of that's the kind of fraud that you need to keep away from. And it isn't being created by the company we're dealing with. It's being created by all the money-hungry people who see how successful this is being. So I would be aware of what you just said. I, I won't do it because I've had problems with it. From a and new- one of the biggest... The guys that you talk about, William, the guy who's making all that money every every deal, ran into a major problem. The three major banks shut down his accounts, just just shut him down because he was making he was getting too much money moving through the account. Now that's a bank, too much money. He was a guy had fought, you know his social security number in there, all the information the IRS could want, yet they shut him down. Why? Because they didn't want him moving that much money. So it can be a problem. From a newbie standpoint, what is the typical charge? Point of half a five percent to fifteen? Is that uh, when you're buying bitcoins, converting it? Yeah, most um, machines and/or individuals will charge anywhere from. My experience is about eight percent to fourteen percent. Okay. Thank ten you. is ten is good. I, I don't have a problem with ten at all. Because it's really not that much, even if. If it takes you three days to go out and get that coin because you're trying to save five cents or five percent, if you had it in the machine working, it usually will pay you twice that. Exactly. So it's it's jump it's jumping over pennies. I mean, over dollars to try to grab pennies. It doesn't yeah, penny, make penny sense. Penny wise and pound foolish. That's another one. Give me the Chinese and the Mexican version of that. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, great. Um, Thank you. Any more questions? Yes, we must have bored him to death, folks. Okay, Tim, are you available for uh, three-way calls? Uh, yeah, I like to limit those because these, inlet, you know, if they're about the same thing that we're doing here, I'd much rather bring everybody on here. That's why I'm doing them. What I want to do is help the downlines be more successful, and they seem to be more successful when they can put a group of their people online in a group because then they can do a follow-up three-way after that, and or or. Sometimes if you get the same kind of service that we've got here, you can actually have 10 of your downline on and have discussions about problems that are happening. And I'm trying to do more of that, finding out the people who are stuck, find out the reason they're stuck, and then get all the people that they know online so we can get them into the program. Because a lot of the people are saying, oh, I'd love to do it, but I don't know how to do it. Well, my guy didn't tell me how to do it. Well, it's because he didn't know. So if he can round the people up and put them on a, conference call and I'm glad to I'm glad to deal with them individually but I'd like to do it on the days we have scheduled like I said we'll probably be up to having one of these a day before the month's out if I can get the people that are willing to help me that are leaders to do a call you know if I had five people doing one every day of the week and then maybe I'd do the Saturday one and then we let everybody go to church or wherever they want to go on Sunday and not have to worry about this we have a life that's the way I'd like to see it but yes I'm willing to do conference calls and or Three ways, whatever. Okay, great. Thank whatever you. Whatever gets you going. Any other business? Hi. If not, I will adjourn. We have been at it, what, less than an hour, about 45 minutes. Um, about 45 minutes. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.